I base my love or hatred of a school superintendent on how quickly he or she makes the call to close schools when it's a snow day and the method used to do it. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't love this superintendent. Now, granted, the school superintendent, he's a, he's a temporary, he's an interim superintendent. He'll be finishing up at the end of the school year. And the brand new superintendent has already been hired, signed, sealed, and on July 1st will be delivered, I guess. It's a poor way of tell- saying it, but uh, I hope that he handles the snow days better than this guy. The previous superintendent I liked as far as his snow day approach, because usually by about 5, 6 o'clock at the latest, the night before, we knew. Because this is like, you know, kids, parents have to get ready. If their kids are going to be home and they're supposed to go to work, they have to make plans, they have to make arrangements, they have to find people. Look at that. The private school in Nashua, they closed hours ago. Is Nashua going to close? Yes. There is no chance that that school will be open there's no chance it will be a two-hour delay there's no chance for anything but a snow day and i'm looking there's manchester's closed there's the private school within nashua there's concord there's bedford and medford and schmedford and deadford and whatever the fuck else and then schools, I mean, the public schools in Massachusetts are closed this week. Derry, New Hampshire Elementary is closed, uh, blah, 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 blah. All the schools in Massachusetts are closed tomorrow anyways, the public schools, because it's a vacation week. So it really is kind of irrelevant for them. But there are other schools. There's daycares and there's private schools and colleges and things. I'm seeing nothing but, yeah, Lynn, Lynn Public. Lynn Mass- it must be Lynn, New Hampshire. Manchester, closed. Massachusetts Bay Community College closed. Uh, all kinds of things are closing. Commu- bunch of commu- Look at this huge things rolling in Milford, New Hampshire. That's, you know, see, it's not a ton of them being announced yet, but my, my very small request is can you just, can you just uh, maybe do it like, Wait a minute. Sorry, I'm looking at a calendar here. What's today? Today's the 24th. One, two. Yeah, you got two, two weeks. One, two, three. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I was looking at something else. Uh, I realized I need to get a babysitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we can go see, go see a concert. Anyway, uh, this guy, I mean, last time, a few weeks ago, there was school closings whatever and the the i mean it was an auto it was a text that's what it was it was a text that went out so you get boom there's a text school's closed great that's easy that's the way to do it by the way you know it used to be you know the history of school closings how how did they know the school was closed before uh before they had radio i'm guessing they just didn't close the school I'm guessing those kids actually did have to walk uphill in the snow both ways. That's my guess. <laughs> and then, you know, from the time of radio through television, it was, I mean, when I was a kid, it was the radio. And then they somewhere, I don't know when, late 80s, early 90s is when I recall starting to see school closings uh, scrolling on the screen. 
Uh, I'm sure once they, once they computerified uh, the, the whole process, uh, and then they somewhere in the yeah late '80s, early '90s, they said, "Hey, you know what? We can actually just put all these, uh, put all these uh, whatever um, school closings up on the screen." And uh, so yeah, so it was. I don't know. Maybe there was. Uh, I wonder though, really, like they, ha- I mean, there had to have been times like, look, blizzards are blizzards. And I know in the old days, even before radio, they would, you know, would walk uphill both ways to the schoolhouse. And the- well, okay, great. But like, um, did they, they had to have closings at some point. Was there a town crier who would get up on a, like a fire tower and just ring a bell? Ding, ding, hey, 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 the school's closed. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, and then I guess, uh, or what did they have? Maybe a sign, you know, did somebody have like a big bell, a big siren or something? It had to, because they had to close it at some point. If you're living in these tough areas, even if it's just like, you know, it's in the little village, but there had to be some people who live, uh, you know, Maybe probably not miles and miles away because you had a little schoolhouse, you know, probably in every neighborhood. We practically have that now here. Um, but not everybody lives right next to the school or right across from the school, even in those in the olden times. So I'm just I'm curious. How did that go? I'd like to know. And then, of course, more modern, more recently, up until up until 30, 35 years ago, it was the radio. You tune into the radio. For us, it was Radio 810 WGY AM and uh, with with Don Weeks in the morning. Unky Don. I remember talking to him in an AOL chat because he would he was called Uncle Don. And I'd be like, can I just call you? Can I call you Unky Don? And he was like, sure, pal. <laughs> the internet was so friendly back in the 90s. It really was. I mean, yeah, sure. There were there were creeps in the early days of you know, AOL chats and things like that, but it was just so friendly. Like you could ask people a question and not get just totally ripped. Go on, go on Twitter, ask a question, go onto a Twitter thing where everybody's like on the inside of the joke and ask or referencing something that you don't know. Ask them, what does this mean? Yeah. Yeah. See how that goes. See how that goes. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was a, it was a friendlier friendlier time for the internet very very it was a very brief period i'd say up until about 1995 and then like in the yeah in like 94 95 is when like everybody started they started sending out those aol discs and then you're just like oh oh god and then everybody's on the internet and still even a lot of people were not on the internet now literally everybody's on the internet and so it's all just assholes. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, Fitchburg State University's closed. And they're not even going to get as much snow as up here. Come on, Nashua. Just, what are you waiting for? Just do it. Just send the goddamn text. Send the goddamn text. Give him the goddamn glove. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, so it was radio. You listen and you just sit there. As insufferable as it is to sit and watch on TV, the the schools, you know, scroll across the screen and just have to wait, you know, if your school starts with a, 
an A and you see that you turn it on and they're on the C's and it's like, oh, damn it. Uh, the National Aviation Academy, New England Law. All right, well, we're past the NAS, so nothing for Nashua yet. Uh, that text, I'll, it, God, you better send that text by 5 o'clock. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so it was, yeah, so what was it, town crier? Uh, maybe they'd light a tree on fire or something, you know? <laughs> then the radio for a long time. And I'm sure, you know, I've never actually asked my parents who grew up in New York, for the most part. My mom uh, lived a few places, but uh, but she, but they were all cold places. You know, my grandparents, before they settled in New York, before they settled, before they, before they rolled their wagons up to the old village of Clifton Park, New York, they built several other locations first. Yeah, they were, but they were in Minnesota, they were in Minneapolis, and they were in, I don't fucking know. Cincinnati and Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. As I said to my fourth grade teacher that uh, that I was part Indian because my grandparents were from Indiana, because I was I was part uh, stupid. I was part brain dead, and I oh my god, oh teacher, teacher. <laughs> we were doing a thing, you know, Native American, probably around probably around Thanksgiving time. Does anybody have any? Uh, and of course, in the in those days. They said Indian instead of Native American. Does anybody have any uh, Indian ancestry? Teacher, teacher, I do. Why my grandparents are from my parents are from, my grandparents are from Indiana, and I'm an Indian. Oh, you stupid idiot! And after that, I never raised my hand ever again for any reason ever <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Because I just assume everything I'm going to say is going to be as dumb, if not dumber, than uh, than the last one. Uh, anyways. So, yeah, so it was just, just, just whatever. Radio. Yeah, but I'm curious. And my parents, did they have to listen to them? They probably didn't close the schools as much. Because just in general, you know, like, nobody was wearing seatbelts. Kids were just like... You know, sitting on the roof of the car on the highway eating McDonald's while they were driving to their vacation. The parents were, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking Jack Daniels uh, inside, playing cards while they were driving. <laughs> you know, so they didn't, nobody, nobody cared. And we all lived. We all lived to tell the tale. Yeah. And now you watch Fox News. It's nothing bad happened to you until now. Anyways, uh, so yeah. I wonder, how often was the school closed? I need to ask them. Note to self, ask parents, how often was school closed? How did you find out? I assume the radio. Where, where else? So then yeah, you get to the 80s, 90s, and they start putting the thing on the TV. I would still listen to the radio. I would put the thing on the TV, and I would put the radio on. Because the thing scrolls, it's so slow, and there's so many schools that you're going to be there. You know, and it's just like, okay... Where is, where is Don Weeks at in the list of school closings versus where is the TV in the list of school closings? And who's going to get to the B's for Burnt Hills first? That's the big question. Uh, so I'd, sometimes I think I'd put on both the radio and the TV and just wait. And then I would wait to see it. And sometimes one would have it first. 
so the the TV would go through, or you wouldn't see it on the TV, but the radio guy would say it, and be like, "I need I need double confirmation. I'm very excited, but the TV has scrolled through the beast three times now, and I haven't seen my school. But the guy on the radio, Unky Don, Unky Don just said Burn Hills. So you'd listen for the okay. The radio guy said it. There's one. Okay, they just said it on the TV. There's two, and then you're you're good. And now it's just like you, yeah. I I wonder if anybody. That's I'm curious to know, and I don't, you know, the only stations, the local stations I know, my wife will have has some of the local rock stations on the presets. I don't give a shit about. Them. Who the fuck is listening to the local AM FM? I mean, sorry, but no, I know the classical station locally and the NPR station, which I would listen to for ten minutes every morning when I was driving to the bus because I just didn't feel like it was just not worth it to get my phone out and put on tunes and podcasts just to get to the bus stop and unplug uh and i know i know 98.5 the sports hub and weei I, I know the sports channels i guess but i'm curious is there a local station that still reads i can't imagine there is why would you why would you bother why would you waste your time with that plus there probably there's probably not even a local thing you know it used to be everybody had a local it was all local radio and then, and then syndicated radio, and now pretty much everything's syndicated. So I don't even know that there are too many local things giving you local updates, like super local, like you're right where you live. Um, anyway, but now, yeah, you get texts, you get the robo calls from the school, you get the voicemails at five in the morning, you get all this stuff. So it's it's. It's still fun, but it's almost, yeah, there is, there's the, there's the bitter and the sweetness of going to bed and nobody went to bed knowing that school, very, very rarely there was, I feel like there was one time where it was so, the snow was so bad that they closed one day and then they just said, yeah, we're also going to close tomorrow. I, I feel like that, you know, we, we know how much damage has been done. And I think, like, probably ice and heavy snow knocked out power. So, like, yeah, we have to cancel school tomorrow, too. Other than that, when I was a kid, you went to bed not having no clue if they were going to cancel school. And you really, based on the, the severity of the storm, really wasn't enough to tell you whether or not school was going to be closed. It, you really just had to wonder, you know, okay, what kind of mood is <laughs> those who are making such decisions – at that level, uh, yeah, who's, um, oh, look at these poor bastards. Timberlane something, remote learning day tomorrow. Uh, how sucky does that? Oh, Wentworth Institute, remote learning day. Oh, don't bother. Hey, kids, if you go to one of them schools that has one of them there, uh, remote, Wyndham, New Hampshire, remote learning. Oh, just, just. Go fuck yourself, kids. Listen, if you're one of them, uh, one of them their schools that has uh, one of them their remote learning things instead of like just closing, you don't have school tomorrow. Just you skip the whole thing. It's a snow day. You're only a kid once. Go play in the snow. Enjoy. Play your video games. Relax. Kick up. Don't worry about it. We we don't need. You know. Come on. 
By the way, I recorded a, a, a rage-filled podcast earlier. I don't know that I'm going to post it. I'm still filled with that much rage, but I just... Eh, anyway. Derry, New Hampshire. Same one. I keep seeing them. But there was, there was something, you know... Uh, it'd be like if you went to bed on Christmas Eve <clears throat> hoping that Santa was going to come, but not necessarily sure that he was. It's kind of like that with the snow days where you're just like, you're watching the weather and it's just, oh my, this looks good. This looks really good. And then, my God, there's just nothing worse than waking up and you're just, you're waiting and you're watching that list on TV or you're listening to the guy read all of the, oh, okay, Merrimack College. Well, that's, Anyway, you're 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 waiting and it goes through the list. Okay. All right. Well, it's still early. It's only 5:30. We'll go deliver those newspapers. And uh, by the time we come back, I'm sure we're I'm sure we'll hear our school. And sometimes we'd come back and my my mom would be standing right inside the door, right on the porch and she'd say, "No school." Or if it was really bad, we'd be in the car with my dad and he'd be driving us and we'd have the station on so you could listen and there were times where I'd I'd hop out and go throw a paper in the door and I'd come back and my dad would be in the car and he'd be like, guess what? No school for you. My dad's school, on the other hand, my dad taught in a different district. My mom taught in our school district. So if we had this, it was the three of us, if we had a snow day, we all had a snow day. My dad was in a different district. His district, not a big fan of snow days. His district was a big fan of one hour delays. <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking, t- it's awful. You'd almost rather just have, just give us a full day of school. Just no, don't tease me with one hour delay. Big deal. What's so great about an hour? A two hour delay. It's like, yeah, you know, that digs, that digs enough into the, into the day. And then the, cl- and then what they would do is like in high school, they would shorten the classes and it was like, Oh, these classes are suddenly 15 minutes long. This is great. Uh, yeah, but my, my poor dad, he'd have to get, he'd get up in the morning and we're all excited because we've heard our announcement for school. And then my dad's in the shower and he's getting dressed. He has to go through the same snowstorm and then he gets to his school and they've got a full day of school. There were a handful of times where he, I honestly, once, maybe twice where he had a snow day and we didn't. Those were good days because if if it was a day where we had to go to school and he didn't and he had a snow day, he'd just go out and deliver all the papers, which was great. Uh, so it was like, okay, well, at least there's that. I still have to get up and go to fucking school, but I don't have to deliver papers. I'd still rather be my dad because he's going to go deliver papers and he's going to come home and he's got he's going to have the whole house to himself. He's going to have the whole day to himself. Oh, man. That's living, baby. Uh, but mostly, it was my dad having to go to school and us getting to stay home. And then, if it was bad enough, we would all we'd all have the day off. And then there was one. I remember there were times where we would get like we'd be like, "Come on, it's terrible out there. Call the school, call it, call it." And, and you know, okay, finally, everybody's closed. Great, great, great. And uh, and then we'd get in the car and we'd go to the mall. <laughs> like, come on, kids. We're going to the mall. Like, but wasn't it, wasn't it dangerous? Too dangerous for school? Ah, get in the car. We're going to the mall. 
It's never too dangerous for the mall. <laughs> oh, man. Good times, good times. Uh, yeah, but my dad, they their school, his school had the uh, had the phone tree. So you knew things were looking good because at 5 in the morning, I would hear the phone ring in my parents' bedroom. For you youngsters out there, we didn't have cell phones, but every, every room in the house had a telephone in it. They were all wired for telephone landlines. And most, uh, you know, most bedrooms, there was a phone next to your parents' bed on one side or the other. And uh, in the kitchen, there was a phone. And there was, uh, you know, if there was an office, you had a phone in there. There's phones everywhere. Just phones. Why not? Here's a phone. Plug in a phone. You got a phone. Every bedroom pretty much had a phone, or in 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 most cases, anyway. Uh, anyway, I would hear that phone ring five in the morning. It was still dark out, and I'd hear, I'd hear my dad, and I'd, I'd be, I'd wake up, I'd hear the phone ring, and I'd wake up, and I'd be very quiet, like what is it, what is it? And my dad would be like, "Okay, thank you. Yep, I'll." I'll call so-and-so next. And then I would sit and I'd listen and be like, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? And uh, and then I'd hear my dad call the person that he had to call and be like, hey, yep, no school today. Go back to bed. Call call your guy and go back to bed. Enjoy. All right, see ya. And then I would say, yes, because if my dad's school was closed, then that meant we were definitely closed, except the times where we weren't. <laughs> And I'd be very excited because he knew early that he was closed. That was the thing. At least my dad knew. If it was 6 o'clock and his school wasn't closed, like, that's it. School's open. Uh, And for me, that's not necessarily the case because sometimes they would close school at, my God, I don't even know. Sometimes it would be like, honestly, there were times where it was, we we would leave at 710 to walk down to the bus. And it like, I think there were times where we were walking down the driveway and then my mom would open the door and yell out, hey, come back, school's closed. Or she'd drive, you know, we'd be like halfway down and like maybe one of the kids coming to the bus would like come out. We're like, hey, you just heard on the radio, school's closed. I mean, like seven o'clock, they're fucking closing. Like, what are you waiting for? Uh... So I'm very happy that we don't have to. But but they still do that, though. This current superintendent, the last guy, pretty much. Early on, he would call. He would have the robocall that would go out at, like, 6 in the morning. And I think a lot of parents complained. Because they said, uh, they said, hey, uh, you, you, we got to make plan. We can't be making plans at six o'clock. That's too late. And so they would say, "All right." And then it's it's a no win situation though, because that poor bastard, the the last superintendent, he'd send a robo call out early in the morning, and then half the parents would complain, "That's not enough time. We need to plan. We need a babysitter. We need this. We need that." Uh, and then, uh so he would switch and he would do it the night before. So by like six or seven o'clock the night before, you'd get a call and say, Hey, usually, honestly, like six, five thirty, six, six thirty, 
you get the notification. Sometimes the middle of the afternoon if it looked like a really bad storm. So that way you've got the whole evening to, to prep and plan if you need to get a sitter, if you need to whatever, make your arrangements. And then if you did that, guess what? The storm ends up not actually being all that bad. Snows a little, decent amount, probably could have had a two-hour delay. And then by you know 10 or 11 o'clock, by noon, it's like, yeah, it's not, not so bad. And then everybody's on on Facebook. Oh, what the hell is he doing? Canceling school a day before? We don't even know. We're gonna be going to. We're gonna be at school in until July. He keeps crying. Like you can't. It's a no-win situation. Nobody's happy. But uh, I don't give a shit because I'm remote, and my wife works for the school. So either way, if the school's closed, everybody's home. It's all good. So to that I say, come on, man. Make that call. Make it. Call. Call. What are you waiting for? Everybody. Look at there's more. They just keep adding more and more to the list. All right. Anyway. Uh, I think I've decided that the podcast I recorded earlier is never going to see the light of day. I think I'm, I'm deciding that now. I was so just just furious, just filled with rage. Because let's be honest, there's bad shit going on. Not to switch to unhappy things, but you don't need, you know, but I don't, I don't think you, I I had to stop. I'm like, are people coming, the six people who listen to this podcast, are they coming here to be angry? And look, if there's shit that I'm passionate about, I am going to talk about it. You know, this Texas thing. What is, what the fuck with Texas, with this Abbott guy? You know, the handful of kids in Texas who are fortunate enough to have parents who give a shit about them and want to help them and want to support them in any way. And these kids come out as trans. And by the way, it ain't a fad. I, I give, give kids more credit. <laughs> Seriously. Are there some fads here and there? Maybe, yeah. But... What do you really think? Do you really do you really think that a kid is going to go through a fad where they decide to wear, uh, you know, clothes that would be considered the opposite gender traditionally, even though that's all bullshit? Um, you know, it's not a fucking fad. It's just not, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you for sure, it's just not a fad with 99.9999999% of the kids. And for the percent that it is a fad, so fucking what? But this jack off, see, now I'm getting, I gotta, I gotta just cool my jets here. This fuckface Abbott in Texas is now he's gonna make it, you're a criminal if your kid is is transgendered and you're you know taking them to therapy and you know talking about hormone therapy and and these kinds of things not not taking a child and and you know mutilating their genitals or anything like that there are there are steps there are measures that can be taken for kids under 18 who identify with a different gender than the one that they were assigned at birth and that's what parents do 
You go to therapists, you go to specialists, you go to people who know these things, who can point you in the right direction, and doctors who can prescribe things that help you make that transition without having to have surgery because, yes, you are too young to have if you're if you're you know 11 or 12 year old kid 13 if you're you know if you're under a certain age yeah you're probably you're too young to have that kind of thing but also uh <laughs> it's not a fad i don't know any other way to say this you know any other way cuz we're talking to my kiddo about it now and uh you know we've got there's there's decisions to be made, and they're not. None of them are urgent. None of them are critical, but they're decisions that you know. There's things that need to be considered, uh, and that's that's you know not to be like, am I the great parent of all time? No, but as a good parent, you you help guide your kids through life, even if it's shit that you never personally faced or dealt with. And maybe are still trying, still trying to fully like grasp. You know, there's just terminology that didn't exist even even like five, six, seven years ago that didn't exist. So it's it's all it's new territory for a lot of us, for everyone in in many ways. And so for this schmuck face, cunt face loser governor in Texas to say, oh, you actually care about your kids and you want to help them. Uh, transition in the way that's right for them, that's best for them. Uh, well, we're actually going to determine that you're criminals and we're going to hunt you down and we're going to fucking lock you up or or take you away from your kid or take, I mean, like, what the fuck? You know, all this talk about, like, you know, the the the, the, the Republicans talk about, like, smaller government, more liberties, I want my liberties. They don't really care about that at all. All they care about is the fact that if they are even for a second remotely inconvenienced, even for a second, that's all they care about. Here I go. I'm fucking yelling on the phone again. God damn. That's all they care about. We've seen it now. Because when the state of Texas decided that if a 13-year-old kid gets raped and gets pregnant, sorry, you have to have that baby. Silence, silence. And if a if a if a kid comes out as trans and wants to start looking into you know what can be done as far as hormones and and any other things and surgery too, you know, eventually. Um, yeah, now you and and that's going to be that's going to be criminalized, and you're going to be taken away from you. I mean, we're gonna send. We're going to send people out. We're going to look at any – we're going to find all the transgender kids in the state and we're going to send people out and there will be punishments for being a good parent. <laughs> Silence. Uh, hey, we're going we're gonna to put a law in place that says you have to wear a little piece of cloth over your face uh, when you go out in public because we're in the midst of a global pandemic unlike anything we've seen in over a century. Oh, Hitler, this is just like the Nazis. This is just like Hitler times. Oh, my liberties are being... The Constitution. This is Big Brother, government overreach. What's next? We're going to be rounded up and sent to the gas chamber. Just like the... Fucking pieces of shit. 
you are. If you, oh my, if you went out and had a fucking maskless protest at any point, bitching and screaming about the government taking away my liberties, and you have nothing to say about making these these children in some cases, you know, carry a baby to term and have a baby and not being able to make a choice for themselves and trans kids being, uh, you know, you're going to hunt down their parents. You're going to look at the list and you're going to go find like, And you don't have a problem with that, but somebody tells you you got to wear a fucking piece of cloth over your big fucking sweaty fat face and you're taken to the streets to have a march. Guess what? You've never been oppressed. You've never had a fucking problem a day in your life. You wouldn't know an actual problem if it bit you in the ass. Go fuck yourself. What was I saying earlier? I said I was going to try and always keep it light and fluffy so I didn't make anybody angry. I, I don't care. I don't care. I had a whole thing this morning, and I'm not. It's just too much. Um Yeah. And then you got this fucking Russian bullshit. It's not even. That's the thing. Yeah, the Russian invasion. Can't you? Protests erupt around the world. Good. There's protests in New- protests everywhere. It's not going to do shit. Because, hey, here's a news flash. What a shocker. Vladimir Putin is a total fucking psychopath piece of shit. He looks like a giant flabby fucking baby in a suit. Ugly fucking piece of shit. Riding around topless on a horse, having people pretend that they suck at hockey so he can score all the goals. Ah, oh, who else? Let's see. Kim Jong Un does that. You know, he scored an eighteen once on and eighteen holes of golf, all hole in ones. Yeah, it's amazing. If if the if the unfair PGA would just give him a chance, Trump's best buddy, uh, Kim Jong Un, or second best buddy next to Putin, then he he could be playing in the Masters this year. He'd win the whole thing. Imagine shooting an 18 at Augusta. Kim Jong-un could probably do it. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. And the Russian people are against this just as much as any other rational human being. Just as much as the citizens of Ukraine, just as much as Americans, just as much as everyone else around the planet who thinks Vladimir Putin is a piece of shit because he is a piece of shit. And it's kind of weird. In addition to that, when you turn on, and I don't turn this on, I see it on my Twitter feed, that fucking mealy mouth baby, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Hey, well, he always tie everything he says sounds like this. It's like, how can you even stand to listen to that guy's voice? Like me, I have fucking golden pipes, dude. Listen, listen to my voice right now. It's incredible. Tucker Carlson doesn't even have, like, that's the, that's the thing. All these conservatives, they have terrible voices. Laura Ingram, she sounds like this all the time. That bitch secretly attended a LGBT uh, meeting when she was in college and then uh, outed a number of kids to their parents. Why? Because she's just a fucking bitch. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. And then and then Tucker Carlson, everything he says, it's like this. He's just like this perpetually. He's like if a bag of piss had a TV show. 
That's the Tucker Carlson show. And he's literally, you've seen the clip, it's all over the place. He's defending, he's equating Putin, uh, he's saying Putin's a good guy. You know why? Because, well, I don't understand. I mean, Putin never, uh, did Putin try to take your job? Did Putin come to your house and insult you directly? Did Putin cut you off in traffic? No. The answer to all these questions is no. So he's not a bad guy. It's literally, like, that's the clip. That's the clip. What? Uh, anyway. <laughs> he's literally saying that. It's like, okay, by that logic, then I guess Bin Laden was okay. Because, like, Bin Laden never, like, personally, you know, he didn't. Did Putin try to get you fired from your job? No, he's not a bad guy. It's like, but, but that's, I mean, okay. I mean, like, <laughs> Hitler didn't try to get me fired from my job. I wasn't alive then, but any of my relatives, you know, he didn't try to like, he didn't try to get my great grandparents fired. Oh, well, I guess then by that Tucker Carlson metric, he's okay guy. Bin Laden never like. Did Putin tie your shoelaces together? And then when you stood up, you tripped and fell? No, he didn't. He's not a bad guy. That's literally like, what? And millions of people, like the highest rated show, Tucker Carlson. Like 20 years ago, he was on whatever that show was with the fucking bow tie all the time. And it's like, who's, this guy's a fucking idiot. He's a nerd. He's a loser. He's a jerk off. That was 20 years ago. And then he seemed to just sort of go away. Because he's a fucking, he's a, yeah, he's a bag of piss with a suit. He's a bag of piss. That's it. His face, I don't know how, but his face looks like a bag of piss. His voice sounds like what I would imagine the voice of a bag of piss to sound like. And his thoughts on everything are about what I would expect if I peed into a bag and then put a fucking drew a mouth on the bag and said, hey, bag, what do you have to say about life? I would imagine it's about the same what Tucker Carlson has to say is about the same of what a bag of my piss would have to say about things. <sighs> God damn it. And people, millions of people tune into the bag of piss show every fucking night. To hear the next stupid idiot thing that this stupid idiot says out of his stupid bag of piss face. It's unreal, dude. Oh. Well, I guess I violated the thing I said I was going to do, which was not talk about any of this shit that got me all worked up this morning. And, you know, Putin's like, hey, we're going to invade Ukraine. Uh, nothing bad's going to happen to the rest of you unless you try to stop us then we will nuke you halfway across the galaxy. Oh, that's great. I remember a, a, a very stupid relative of mine like four or five years ago because uh, people were upset that like Trump was such buddy-buddy with Putin because that's, that's a reasonable thing to be upset about. And I remember looking at her Facebook and she's like, what's so bad? She sounded like Tucker Carlson did you know, two nights ago. She's like, what's so bad about Putin? He created jobs. He's a great leader. Like, I, I couldn't, I'm reading this. I'm like, am I reading, like, the stupidest words I've ever read? And they're coming out of somebody that up until now I thought was, like, a relatively intelligent person. <laughs> but is not, actually. 
in fact, that, of such, of thing, of that, of nature. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's like, and then you got, like, people on the right who are like, what do we ever say? You guys, you, the left is saying that we think Putin is great, and we never said that once. Yeah, you've been saying it for five years minimum. Because whatever the fucking idiot with the haircut who was the last guy in the office, the Oval Office, he had nothing but great things to say about Putin. And you agree with everything he says. There's clips, you know, Steve Bannon talking about like, in Russia, they're not woke over there. That's great. They're not woke. You know how many genders they have in Russia? Two. You know how many bathrooms they have? Two. Nobody's... The boys aren't trying to play on the girls' team, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God, you fucking ghoul. You absolute ghoul. And people listen to this shit. They listen to this guy, this fucking Bannon and this Carlson and Ingram and all these fucking goons. They're just, there's these flabby, pasty fucking lumps of fucking shit. They're just all bags of piss. With a fucking mouth and a microphone and a multi-million dollar salary. And Christ knows, based on what they're saying, you wonder, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, how much, what kind of, you know, like Tiger Woods makes a lot of money playing golf. Well, used to. and But he makes a million, zillion times more than that with the endorsements and everything. It's like, boy, these guys, uh, Tucker Carlson and all these guys, they make a ton of money with their Fox News contracts. And then you got to wonder, uh, it's not a Nike endorsement, but Jesus Christ, you got to wonder what uh, what other what else is coming in, right? you know, from Mother Russia, from uh, Daddy Putin, based on the shit that they're saying. Trump's calling Putin, he's, it's a genius move. He's a genius? No, he's a fucking asshole. You're just, you wouldn't know a genius if it fucking pissed on your face in a hotel room. Right? I don't know. Anyway, I gotta wrap up. I have to. I have to wrap up. Uh, so, anyways, it's just it's hard to not be. I'm trying to avoid it, and I'm sorry. I hope to just. I wanted to just talk about snow days and silliness, uh, but anyways, uh, we're gonna go to the beach. Hopefully, the kids have a snow day. We'll have a fun time. They have their vacation coming up, trip to the mountains, skiing, all kinds of fun. And uh, I'll tell you all about it. But anyways, got to go. Talk to you next time. Later, Gators.